Welcome to the Pal Around Podcast, the podcast where we just, you know, pal around. My name's Julia, and I'm here with my two best pals, Tina and Jeff. Hi, guys. Hello. Hey, everybody. <laughs> that went pretty smooth. <laughs> Aren't you proud of me? I paid attention this time because you introduced me first. So I was like, okay, I think this is my green light. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some fun things that we're going to talk about today. But first, we're going to start with some breaking news. You know, this literally hit the wire, like, sometime in the past hour. Yeah. Jeff got a Google alert about it. Tina, can you tell us what's going on in the Disney world? Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Bob Chapek is stepping down um, at Disney and... Our favorite Bob, Bob Iger, has returned. What? I mean, I don't know if it's yay because I don't work for the company, but I think that's great news. I mean, I feel like he must be pretty good. This is, what, the second time he's come back or the second time? Well, he extended it. We extended it once or something. And then now that this is definitely he's coming back. Yeah. Tina, can you read the press release for us, please? Yeah, let me read. Um, let's see. So, oops, excuse me. Um, it says the Walt Disney Company announced today, today, Sunday, whatever the date is. I, I have no 20th. idea. Thank you. Announced today that Robert Iger is returning to lead Disney as chief executive officer, effective immediately. Mr. Iger, who spent more than four decades at the company, including 15 years as its CEO, has agreed to serve as Disney's CEO for two years with a mandate from the board to set the strategic direction for renewed growth and to work closely with the board in developing a successor to lead the company at the completion of his term. Um, there's a lot more to it, um, but I'll, you know, that's obviously the meat of it. And um, it's, I believe it's effective immediately from what I I'm reading. I believe so, yeah. That's crazy. Do we know of anything that Bob Chapek was, like, not good at? Like, why do we think this is happening? I, 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 well, just from hearing the grumblings of lately, I think there's just the changes, the increases, um, how things were handled I mean, how can you judge someone through a pandemic when you've never really been through a pandemic? But uh, just a lot of grumblings of people unhappy. So maybe this the spin of this changing to Bob Iger will be enough to uh, lift morale. Yeah. I'm still I'm a little surprised, Julia, that you don't have an opinion about this already. You see, usually have opinions about these things. I'm surprised. I, uh, you know, I, I personally don't intentionally try not to take opinions about the corporate leadership of Disney because like it's not my forte and it's not really my area of concern so much as a his like an armchair historian kind of person I, I, I would say same for me James. I would right right Disney fans generally speaking have been fairly outspoken about Shapek Disney fans at large like the world is a Disney fan in some way shape or form like some everyone somewhere likes either Marvel Star Wars the Simpsons, you know, something that Disney now owns. So you could say the world is a Disney fan. Chapek kind of leaned into that a little bit because he knew like, well, we're, well, this is just my opinion. And as someone who doesn't really take strong opinions about these things, so I could be, you know, this is just my perception, but he kind of would lean towards, you know, it doesn't, the whole Disney history and the super ultra fans, like they're vocal, but they're a minority 
and we should really be, you know, celebrating Disney as a worldwide media complex and, you know, and all the different things that super fans may not care about, but we might make, you know, a bundle of money with this little movie here or, you know, starting to do something with some Fox property or, you know, all that kind of thing. So, but Disney fans have been extremely vocal about, you know, because he keeps saying dumb things. Like he'll say something (laughs) about the pass holders being kind of a pain, you know, a a problem for the company or, you know, he'll like make little comments that everyone knows are strategically true but you don't say it and piss off a bunch of people. That what do you call the, the undesirables? undesirables? Yeah. yeah. And, and then we, we saw some people had some some t-shirts made for the expo. Because <laughs> they're watching too many Harry Potter movies. Maybe that's just fine. Maybe it's that's how things are going to be. And um, maybe for as far as the company goes, it's new directions, new stories, new everything. You, you know, I'm not going to say that's a bad even. I'm not even going to say that's a bad thing. As a person right. who likes the history, you know, I kind of feel like. You wish you kind of wish there's always a little piece of the history forever, but that mm-hmm. can't really be the case necessarily either. So, but so that's why it'd be like a balance. Too. Well, there doesn't, there doesn't, and that, I think that's more what Shapik was kind of. If he was leaning somewhere, it might be to do a little bit of lip service, but recognizing like, no, that, why does there have to be a balance? The balance towards a minimal amount of people who aren't putting, you know, the tons of money into the company. Why? Why? You know what I'm saying? So I don't actually know if what I'm saying is accurate or not, because like I said, I haven't been super involved with all of this. And this is kind of why I don't get super involved with the corporate stuff, because I'm I just, you know, I like to learn about history. But that's just been kind of my impression. So Disney fans are going to go bat crazy over Bob Iger coming in here because he, you know, presided over Star Wars and Marvel and all the all that good stuff. And. Uh, you know what's he gonna buy next <laughs> and he also says the, <laughs> says the right things hello to, kitty to super he, yeah like, he's a very charismatic figure he's the kind yeah and the I, I don't know how he is as a person but he seems very he well seems like he seems nice like guy. he he seems like his personality well to me it seems like his personality fits the changes that he's made with the company and how mm-hmm. he's um been received by the disney community and where Bob Iger is like this guy that you just you want to like, he's likable, and therefore when he steps in and maybe even say the same things as Chapik does, or even do the cha- same changes as Chapik does, he just has a better way of going about it, and I think yeah, it's I, better, it's received yeah. better. Yeah, I um, don't. Well, I don't think I think he would not call anybody an no. undesirable. No, I think he's a little more. What's the word I'm looking for? He's just smoother. And I think that's, I mean, I think that's 90%, maybe not 90, but Mm. 50% of a CEO's. um, I think you're right. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, does he really want to do this job? You know, he tried to get out of it a couple times now. I mean, he must to some extent, or he wouldn't say yes. You won't take an important position if you're not committed to it. But yeah, uh, we'll see what happens here. But, um, you know, there's my three cents. I just, I, you know, and like I said, I'm sorry if you're if you're out there and you follow these things, you know, day by day and you know that I'm totally wrong about some of this stuff. That's fine. I'm not super. Yeah. This is just how it's waved over me for the past few years. My my perceptions. So but um, we'll see what happens. You know, I, I uh, you know, it's never going to be let's go, you know, let's celebrate these films that really are starting to 
age a little bit. Uh, so who knows? I mean, well, yeah, but they're still like, important to film history. They're still important. I don't want to see them just like go away either. But, yeah, I, but film, I hear what you're saying. Film history isn't going to make any money for the company. You know. I know. I just like it. <laughs> I know. And their their book, are the arm of the company that's in charge of books, they still celebrate history. In mm-hmm. fact, that's probably the only they place really do, you, yeah. you see history um, come out of the Walt Disney Company these days. It's through the books. Even the archives are kind of, you know, I'm not sure what they're doing over there. We'll see. But anyway, anyway. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens in these next two years regardless. So... Welcome, welcome back, Bob. <laughs> oh, and I just want to say, um, if you blinked last week, get in your annual pass. Right? Sorry. <laughs> My husband was going to get his next oh, month. No. We had to wait till next month. And I'm like, I came back on Friday. I'm like, oh. um, never mind, because they gone. <laughs> I think, Which, you know I... what? Am I upset with that? No, not really, because I really don't want more people in the parks, you know, if possible. So, it's you know, it's a double-edged storage. And the, yeah. I'm sword. And the... The amount that he goes, he's just fine getting tickets when needed. So for him, you know, it's not the end of the I don't, world. I don't really, I don't really think, um, I think they're maxing the number of people regardless of whether they're pass holders or tickets. Sure. But but I do feel like um, they're probably going to start selling these on a fairly regular basis, little bits at a time. I, yeah. I would yeah, kind of yeah, guess. Like pulses, yeah. 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 I'm wondering if they opened it up because an, a long enough period of time had passed since they started the renewal process. So they're kind of, they were kind of waiting to see how many people didn't renew. And Jeff, you and Julia are two of those people, right? You do yeah. not, no longer have your magic keys. We have no passes. That. First time in like 20 years. How we, does that feel? Weird? Fine. No, Liberating? because something about it feels and I am not sure how to put my finger on this like sure we think it's worth all the money so we spend all the money but it used to be more like it doesn't really cost that much it costs a lot but it's it's just more of a um if you can put it into your life and fit it into your life then it's then it's a good thing you know it's worthwhile doing now it's kind of like another in the line of fairly expensive things to do so do we want to go to Disneyland this month? Do we want to go see, you know, a, a play in the orchestra section mm-hmm. that might cost a similar amount of money? And, you know, we kind of, it's just another choice to make. So mm-hmm. it's still, I mean, it still is a, a favorite place of mine. And Julia and I have kind of- You're not going to stop going altogether. We're not going to stop not, going. Yeah. But these, we've already bought two sets of tickets using, um, without a pass. And if we mm-hmm. do that, I'd say three or maybe four more times, we'll be close to- you know a magic key yeah i was i saw i saw a chart and i believe it was on mouse mice chat that was saying with this new pricing that it would be 17 days before you broke even or something it was it was definitely um more than it used to be now this was on the new price if you just bought the annual pass as opposed Mm -hmm. to when we renewed it was Mm -hmm. julie when we renewed it wasn't that much oh really i think there was like um pushing 1600 dollars for i didn't realize they had had a price yeah i didn't realize they raised it for the height. I didn't look because I was already renewed. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, I what I find like the value in having the annual pass or the magic key is on those travel days, like to go in for part of the day or on days when you're leaving to go in for the morning. Like that's when that's when I really enjoy having it because then you don't have to buy a whole day's ticket for not a whole day in the park or, or 
just not go at all. If and that see, that's, sense. that's kind of why I'm relieved that I don't have it because we because you don't feel like you have to do we that. We won't just wander in there, yeah. Because <laughs> it's just you know I don't know that maybe it's this my I have a decade plus on you, easy almost two decades on you, and Disneyland is getting to be a um, a good solid day's workout, you know, and to walk <laughs> no matter how close the hotel is, it already feels like man, that's a good walk couple blocks yeah. to get over there you know and, and so the candy I'm, cane closed i cannot wait Goodness. we've already talked about it Ugh. i cannot wait until they are open again yeah oh, i've been canceled that, they've a, canceled the on me more than i can yeah. bear i think now, that's the biggest change that yeah. i'm having the hardest adapting to is yeah. no candy cane yeah yeah I feel ya. It'll be back. But why don't we move on uh, and talk about MouseCon? We talked about it a little bit last month, um, but we actually uh, attended the convention. Um, so let's talk about our experiences. Jeff, you had kind of a different experience than you've ever had at a MouseCon. Well, how did it feel being a special guest? Yeah. How is that different? Every single mouse con I've been a special No, but guest. you did. You had a table. <laughs> I've, I've had a table at half of them, but okay. Oh, uh, you did? Uh, yes! Oh, I don't okay. remember either. <laughs> All right, now listen. Strike that Look. from the record. I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, okay, maybe like three times out of seven I've had a table. So not half. Almost Have half. I been there? I don't know. Have you been at every one? I did not go to the first one. Well, I had a table at the first one. And then I another not, time I, I had like, it was probably what happened. Did you have is, one in San Francisco? Because that one was kind of a blur. I don't South think San so. Francisco, South San Francisco. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, but sometimes I'll just use the table like after my talk or something. It hasn't oh, gotcha. been that every single time I've sat. Had like a specific day. spot. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, well it's funny time because you every had time. A spot. Well, every time he gives me a spot, but it's always awkward because there's a little table with a little card that says, Jeff Bam, and then I just don't. <laughs> there's nothing there and so I, usually i take the card with me so that it's just an empty table um, but he's giving me a table every time <laughs> okay he's very he's a good like he's a good businessman um steve who runs the mouse con he you know he's he's hard to <laughs> he's hard to pin down sometimes like right. planning gets a little vague sometimes but once you're there you know he kind of he tries he to make sure everything's, everything's running really well and yeah and he always gives me a table and most of the times i don't use it but sometimes i have so this time i did have a table the whole time so that's what you're talking about like i was yeah. sitting at a table the whole time and um talking it was, your wares yep yeah and it was okay i had some baseball hats and hats and i actually had finally i decided i'm going to just try to get these haunted mansion movie posters into the hands of people who really love the haunted mansion movie because i have i don't know 20 of 20 25 of them save left. one for me just in case i need to check if you already gave me one Okay. And I'll I'll buy it from you. <laughs> yeah. So um, I was selling those really cheap just to you know get them to the fans. But it was yeah. uh it was fun. I uh um sold a whole box of my books. Um, Congratulations. That's good. Yeah. Thank you. It's good. I mean, I um, wasn't really sure how many I'd sell because I haven't really changed it much in the past couple of years. And a lot of people that are come to these things have already bought my book. Mm -hmm. But I, but there were enough people that hadn't that bought another one or that bought awesome. one. So that was kind of yeah. cool. Um, not as many from, you know, usually what happens is after I give the talk, then I go quick to the table and a bunch mm -hmm. of people line up and buy it. But this time 
like only a couple of people came and bought one after my talk. So I think I, that has to do with who was in the room after you spoke. <laughs> well, that well, that could be. But I, I mostly I think it's because most of the people that came and listened already have have bought my book before. There was a mm -hmm. lot of people I recognized in there. I think mostly I sold it just throughout the day to people that just were just checking out MouseCon, you know, and they'd yeah. come to the table and they'd be like, what's this book about? It's, they, you know, I'd say it's about the Haunted Mansion and everyone loves Haunted Mansion, so they'd buy a book. So um, that maybe I'm going to also be at MouseCon in January in Bakersfield and I'll be selling my book there too. So we'll see how and, that and, goes. And tell, tell Jeff happy birthday, happy almost birthday. Oh yeah, if you're there, it'll be the day before my birthday. So um, but let's talk about this MouseCon. So I've yeah. kind of said my piece. Mostly I sat and sold books uh, with my mm -hmm. wife, Julia, all day long. She kind of ran the table. There was one like 15 minute segment that I got up and just kind of ran through the whole MouseCon to check it out. Um, and I'm trying to remember if I have my, my impressions were one, lots of good guests this time two less vendors. Like it felt like there was yeah. less yes. to buy and yes. less no, to shop. Yeah, there, there was a lot more room in yeah. the the main shopping room than there usually is and three there was a really cool rubber mask of the uh, <laughs> evil queen that i just wanted yeah. to buy but i didn't because i try not to buy rubber masks anymore because they just don't last more than five years although this one had lasted 20 years and it was in she said it's still supple but i didn't want to oh. really touch it and crack it because you know i don't want to be the one that proves her wrong and then has to buy this thing mm -hmm. but it was cool because <laughs> it was from the magic shop you know and these have like monster masks and things and they had this big licensed mask of the evil queen and she looked like um it looked really like her <laughs> like it could have been someone walking around the park almost it was pretty oh, wow. you, you know what i'm talking about don't you did you see that mask i didn't sitting? see it tina mm -hmm. did you see no, it i don't remember oh, seeing it that's crazy somebody it's possible somebody bought it before it's possible that. so um but other than that yeah so i'll just let me get my report out of the way so the only thing i really did was go I, I really wanted to um, get the voices, the the voice actors who did Bambi and Thumper to sign mm -hmm. this old print I have, an old lithograph of Bambi and Thumper from the 40s. Um, a publishing company printed it, and it had been signed before by Frank and Ollie, so I wanted to get um, the voice of Bambi and the voice of Thumper on there. Donnie Donovan, right, and Peter B Bain. Bain, Bain, Bain. yep. Bain. And... Um, and, th and that was great. I got there right before they opened. Since I was, you know, setting up my booth, I thought I'm just going to mm -hmm. run up there and see. And they were happy to take my money early, so yeah. <laughs> I uh, got got them both to sign it before they even opened. And that was my my big event at the MouseCon. So and then meeting people and looking at the costumes and stuff. Like it's a good. I had a good vantage point for people watching. Mm -hmm. Um. So that was cool. So that's yeah, it's that always was interesting my day. to people watch. Yeah. So let's um, hear from you guys because you had more of a a rounded MouseCon experience. So let's hear what you guys did. Well, Tina and I quickly made our way through the shopping. <laughs> like Without like making much said, damage to yeah. our pocketbook, so. Yeah, um, I think I didn't buy anything. Tina, you you bought a couple one of thing. things. Yeah, I bought a, um, like a picture book, a Disneyland picture book that they used to um, sell yearly and i'm trying to collect those so i could just got a like an al almanac kind of of what was mm -hmm. happening in disneyland over the years so i got another one of those to add to my collection and that's always a good thing yeah so um, i was able to resist the other things no no we want to say there even though there was less vendors there were still some really neat things i had my mm -hmm. eye on 
some Tinkerbell stepping stones. Really? Nope. That, you know, I always say don't leave with regrets from these little Disney conventions. And yep, I did it. That's, I regret not getting it, but you know, it is what it is. So, but they do have some really good things. And some of the vendors were there that had been in the past. Um, mm-hmm. I did notice that um, some of the vendors that we'd look forward to mm-hmm. weren't there, but um, hopefully next time they'll be around. Yeah. Um, and I didn't buy anything at the mouse con but we did take a field trip (laughs) we took a field trip to a nearby cvs because there was a specific mickey and minnie christmas (laughs) decoration that i wanted to pick up so i got that (laughs) yay me um but other than that yeah tina and i also we got um Bambi and Thumper's autographs as well. I got a, it was a replica. It looks kind of like a vintage poster, but it's a replica printing that I got. You know, they used to put all these inserts inside the DVDs and whatever, like send in, I don't know. I don't even remember. It was for one of the Bambi DVDs that if I like paid shipping and handling, I got a poster. Uh, it's a pretty so good. I had that's them. a pretty good poster. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's, it's really a cute looking poster. Um, so I got that signed. And Tina, tell us about what you got signed. Yeah, so I had this little book. I was looking through my stuff and what I wanted to get signed and whether or not I need to buy something. But I found a book that I had in my collection. It was called, in fact, I'm looking right at it, people. Um, <laughs> it's called Bambi Gets Lost, and it's a hardcover book. Really cute. And um, I was able to get both of them to sign the book. So, and obviously it has uh, both characters prominently displayed on the cover. So it was a good choice for me. Yeah. Uh, So we got that done. We said hi to Jeff. We said hi to some other friends of ours. Um, And then we took our little field trip to CVS. We came back just in time to hear (laughs) Jeff's talk about the haunted mansion now before we Um, get into the talks just a little bit one thing was a little bit different too about the talks than last year's if they only had one room where all mm -hmm. the talks were being held which was good in a sense because you didn't have to pick and choose because in Mm -hmm. in past years it was like the d23 you had to decide which one you wanted to go to so this respect it was a little bit like the destination d where everything was held and everyone got to see um whatever talk was being um given at the time so that i really enjoyed so i didn't have to pick and choose um so yeah oh i was gonna say so we we listened to jeff's um talk as well and i have to say even if you i'm gonna do a little plug for you here jeff even if you've gone to one of Jeff's talks in the past, go again, because mm-hmm. I actually learned something this time, Jeff, that um, I really thought was so cool. And I didn't know where the Haunted Mansion font came from. I just figured it was Disney's invention. I don't know. And it might be in your book. I haven't read it. Um, but <laughs> I just thought that I was I came out of that like that was the coolest thing I've, I've heard all day. And um, so anyway, so yeah. if you do get a chance, go. Um, you never know what um, little piece of nugget he may throw in there and you'll come true? out knowledgeable. Yep. So, Jeff, I do have a question. Are you yeah. switching up your talk for the January one or is it going to be the same? Probably not really. And I have stopped planning these talks, actually. I get usually how I do it is I look at the slides. I make some new ones. I get some mm-hmm. old ones. I decide what am I kind of more interested in? Everyone like. Every time I kind of show the progression of um, Ken Anderson seeing the Shipley Lydecker house and copying that photograph, because I feel like that's it's kind of against how Disney presents the history and it's more accurate. So 
I feel like that's kind of important to always include. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they, I'll always talk about that. And I'll always kind of mention the scary versus silly kind of mm-hmm. concept because people have a little bit of a misconception about that. So I kind of try to make it plain what was going on. But other than that, I just kind of uh, I look at the pictures and then mm-hmm. kind of figure out what am I going to say? I did want to talk about Alice Davis this time since I had since yeah. she had passed away just two days before the mouse con. Mm-hmm. And I had spent quite a bit of time talking with her about the Haunted Mansion. So I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about what she had told me about Mark. Um, so mm-hmm. that was a little different. I probably won't. Well, who knows? I'm not sure if I'll change it up for the next mouse con or not. But you never but, know. But you don't so, know. I don't yeah, even know because I didn't have a script or anything. I just kind and of... also, yeah, you also left um, a lot of room for questions too, which I thought went pretty well. Yeah, I don't usually do that. Um, not so much because I don't want to take them, just because mm-hmm. usually I plan too many slides and too much to say. So I tried to cut it way back this time, mm-hmm. and I thought it was okay. You know, we got out yeah. of there in 50 minutes. That gave the next the the uh, gentlemen following me a little bit of time to get up there on stage and yeah so everything was it, good. it was funny yeah your all your technology once you got it working it was flawless your microphone worked you got the lights to turn on the way you wanted them the everything was working uh donnie donnegan and peter bain came in and could not figure out how to turn the microphones on <laughs> i should have waited there and help them out. I, I didn't yeah, think about... Yeah, I was like, I was thinking about texting you, like, come back and help them, but they did just... Did they finally figure it out? They didn't. It, no. They were funny. They came in. They did not want to sit down. They, did, they didn't want to be up on the stage, or at least Donnie Donegan did not. He was... He was like, I'm just going to yell. I was a... What 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 was his role in the military? He, he was... Yeah, he was in the military, so um, he had a big, booming voice that worked yeah, out like, quite well. Yeah, like, I'm used to barking orders or something like that. Um, <laughs> Uh, they did not have, they they uh, were in the room giving a talk right after you, Jeff, and they did not have a script. They didn't even have a moderator, which was kind of no. surprising. Oh, wow. I was surprised that they didn't have somebody there. Um, but I yeah. guess in, in the past, it's been like a different podcaster. I think yeah. last, last time, I don't remember the podcast that the gentleman was on. Yeah, but I do I'm remember him saying he's a podcaster. Yeah, I'm surprised. Um, it's too bad Nostalgia's not around. We would have been glad to moderate that. But, you know, sometimes, off, often at Comic Cons, it'll be that way. It's just so sometimes the celebrities will get up there, a moderator will ask them two questions for about 10 minutes, and then it's mm-hmm. just open mic, right? Audience, yeah. So they probably um, mostly planned on answering questions. Yeah, which is what they did, and it, it went fine um i did record it uh i have not listened back to the recording because they were not using microphones so i i don't know if there will be anything usable but if there is i will insert some kind of clip here so did disney just call you out of the blue or did you have to actually do an audition for this well there was actually an audition uh as I've been told, and I didn't count, there were like 30 kids doing the audition for uh, Bambi, not for Thumper. And uh, so um, these kids, I guess, were told the lines. I don't personally remember exactly what happens. Maybe Donnie does. He's a lot smarter than I am. <laughs> but, uh, uh, 
so they recorded all these these uh, kids uh, talking, and uh, my voice was totally not Bambi, and uh, so um, later on, you know, we were told, no, your kid isn't right for Bambi, and I don't know what they did with Donnie, I guess <laughs> they called Donnie's mom and told it, but um, so a week or so after the audition, all the animators were uh, uh, decided they wanted to hear the voices of all these kids and see if they could use anything for one of the other characters in the movie. And uh, so as they were listening, they heard my voice and uh, Ollie Johnson, one of the animators, said, hey, that kid would be great for the rabbit. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> there were no auditions for Thumper, so uh, that's that's history. <laughs> and uh, so that I hope that answers your question. Absolutely. And were we blessed with this or not? How many of you remember a famous line from this nice man as Thumper? Okay that a whole lot of children need to get. <laughs> if you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Hey, world, listen to that. <laughs> it may well be the most repeated line in every family who's ever seen the movie. <laughs> How about this one? And that's the good stuff. <laughs> I share with you a real quick thing. <laughs> Remember Peter's sharing with you how about seeing the deer, going the deer? <laughs> Halfway through the work on the facial model, before the voice, okay? I sit on a stool, and mind you, I'm five and a half, I've been to some movies, I have the patience of zero, probably. <laughs> I'm sitting on a stool, wonderful artist sitting in a semicircle, I call the pencil guy. And they say, look left, hold it, look afraid, you know, look up. How many of you remember the scene early in the film where, where Bambi screws up, he's in a thicket like this? <laughs> a little flame sticks her, her uh, head through and gives him a kiss. Remember? Yeah. That's oh, before yeah. he discovered ladies, okay? <laughs> and he goes, Urgh. Yeah. The artist, I remember this well, artist said, Johnny, now we want you to look like something really bad's happening. <laughs> now wait a minute. We're in the depression. Thank God you weren't there. Okay? We're in the depression, pulled my family out of the depression for 20 cents an hour to watch, you know. Look at look that. Nothing's bad happening. I go, that's not good enough. Look, like something terrible's happened. Not good enough, right? Finally, some guy, smart fellow, said, Johnny, has your mother ever given you something bad, lady, that you didn't like? Yes. What was it? Castor oil. <laughs> you just had a double dose of castor oil. <laughs> so the next time you see Pammy do it again, and you see the kiss, he goes, Urgh. That's the cash for oil scene. <laughs>
I go, I'm not, I'm not seeing a deer. Halfway through the thing, what's the storyline? Now, Disney does not mind about being straight about this, or, or else. Okay? I, what is the storyline? All the other movies, I knew I was possibly a brat or a kid whose real name should be Shut Up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what is this all about? Nobody gave me the book yet. They did later. What is this all about? I probably made a pre-Marine Corps pest on myself about what's this all about. So they had a nice, two nice guys and a big car limousine in those days with a hood like a football field. <laughs> and my mom, and they took us to, uh, Peter, Peter probably knows better where this is, but very nearby a zoo, I think in the Griffith Park or somewhere around that area in Los Angeles. And to see it out here, so I know what the heck I'm doing, right? <laughs> nice people. Went in the Griffith Park. And in a in a real clean pit to press down, decorated real nice, was a deer. One deer. Now mind you, the family story, but this guy in particular, very dynamic, right? Here's that deer. <laughs> Frozen. I thought it was a statue. And a nice man gave me some, I think it was something to put on a machine. Or coin, corn, 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 and I got real close. Threw the corn down there. Here's the deer. Watch. That's it. Now, mind you, there's two kissing uh, executive juniors with my mom there, right? Here's why I probably will never be a devil man, mom. I don't want to be that guy, he's boring. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of days later, I'm walking down the hallway, I hope going where I'm supposed to go, and here comes Mr. Disney, I think with this brother, I'm never sure, very dignified, hard-working people, okay? I mean, example set of people. And here he comes, I've been with him before, and he walked down the hall, he's coming the opposite way, he puts his hand up, says, what are you doing? Yeah, I think I said something clever like, yes, yeah, sir. Johnny, I understand you've been to the zoo. Yes, yeah, sir. And you saw a deer. Yes, yeah, sir. Quote, Johnny, I promise you, our Bambi will not be Um, but they, they were just very nice and personable and were just sitting there answering questions. They took turns um, taking questions. And um, it was interesting, too. Like, they said that they had actually never met until they appeared on The Voice together, like, one or two years ago. Fairly recently, they said they'd never they'd never met before, and now they're, like, going around at conventions together. <laughs> and I was, I was surprised by that because, yeah, they seem to be very personal towards each other, especially Donnie. I really appreciated Donnie is that he made sure that he did not take the lead, obviously mm -hmm. being the more forward person, um, higher, bigger personality of the two, I think. He made sure that Peter said what he needed to say. He would prompt him like, hey, you have this story that's really cool. And he um, would point to Peter. So he he wasn't commanding of the of the whole talk. And I really just I really appreciated that. And I thought it was cool talking about a partnership. Um, and I was really surprised that they hadn't met before because it seems like they've been kind of friends for years. Yeah. 
It seems like they've been fast friends since they've they've started spending yeah. time together, which is nice to see. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was that. And a- after that talk, I think Tina and I peaced out yeah. for a while. Yeah. Um. But I do want to say we said hi to the Disney Universe podcast yes. gang. Um. It was very weird to be recognized. I was not prepared <laughs> it <really> for was. <laughs> it. <laughs> we were like looking around, like you talking, talking us, talk, who me, yeah. what? <laughs> So yes, yeah, so thank you for saying hi and thank you for recognizing us. So that was awesome. I was still blushing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, they're they're super cool. And also, um, oh, what's her name? I can't find my newspaper. So the um, newspaper oh, uh, is yeah, Tina. So the newspaper of the how did you remember her name? I don't I know. It just why. comes. It just comes to me. I don't know. So the, the newspaper of the little Concord neighborhood there um, had a cover story about mouse con of course and and on the cover they had put tina who is a kind of becoming famous for her disney cosplay she keeps winning she the d23 lose. she can't lose <laughs> now the, the d23 costume contest because she makes these kind of so like intricate a or what do you call those kind of dresses with like a hoop skirt almost yeah and she usually kind of makes that as a frame and then makes some attraction like her dress into like she's some entire amazing. attraction yeah, yeah she's done the matterhorn she's done haunted mansion dumbo big thunder mountain. wasn't big thunder mountain one of them did I she do so. big thunder mountain and, by oh, the way her I name is tina elliott yeah tina elliott so um she was wearing her costume from the d23 expo that she mm-hmm. i think she won it i think she won again at the i d23 think she must have and it was for this Dumbo costume. And the Dumbos all went around in a circle and they went and up and down. And go up and down, yeah. She uses, like, Disney toys and things and mm-hmm. rearranges them and re-mechanizes them and makes them work on her it's little costume. It's so cool. So I went up to her and I took the newspaper and I said, hey, could you sign this? And first of all, her, I don't know if it's her husband or who she travels with, but mm-hmm. he said, uh, where'd you get that? And I said, they're giving away over at the desk right next to you. And he said, we haven't even, I haven't even seen that. So he ran away. <laughs> oh, that's and so then, funny. She's like, oh, wow. And then she said, I've never signed an autograph before. I have find it hard <laughs> nice. to believe Tina Elliott has never signed an autograph because she's super popular for her dress, like her costumes. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's been doing this for probably seven years because her first year of MouseCon was the year of the Matterhorn dress that she right. had just won at D23. Expo. Well, she should start selling like eight by tens of her picture in all her different costumes. Or something, right? Because he gives her a little stand in the front where she can Mm -hmm, just stand mm -hmm. there in her costume. And so um, that was kind of cool to be her first autograph. (laughs) So she signed my newspaper. Um, But it's she's kind of fun to see. So she'll be at MouseCon every time, I think. Mm -hmm. I hope so. She's local. Me too. I want to see her outfit. I never get to see it at D23, so that's my chance. I know. She's way up on a stage, but you can look right at it here. So anyway, that was kind of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of costumes, Jeff, what was your favorite costume that you saw all day? Oh, the little baby bride. <laughs> she was so she cute. Was it was had to be, had to be no more than six or seven years old, right? This little girl. I would say maybe eight. Yeah, walking around with her dad, and she would not smile, would not smile, and she had her hand, and this is not super comfortable to do, <laughs> like behind her holding a plastic axe, like. Like the bride in a lot of pictures you see. Mm-hmm. Now, in the actual attraction, she has it in front of her and she raises it up. Or she holds flowers and then she raises mm-hmm. it up and it turns into an axe. But you see lots of pictures of her holding, 
like her axe behind her back, right? Mm -hmm. So she is just walking around the whole place with her hand. And when you say walk, she's like slowly proceeding, stalking. Proceeding. A a, a slow stroll, if you will. It was a a bridal procession, right? Yeah. She's proceeding with her axe behind her back. And she, like, she she walked up to me, and this was the first (laughs) time I saw her, and she looked at me, and she looked at the Haunted Mansion poster, and she said, I came from there. And I said, <laughs> I could, wasn't yet getting that she was like fully immersed in her character. And yeah. I was trying to say, like, oh, did you just go to Disneyland recently? And she looked at me like I was crazy. And she <laughs> said, I live there. And I said, oh. And then yeah. I think it was her dad kind of That's like so hanging back a little bit. So, yeah, um, yeah that was that was my favorite. For she sure. was so cute. I thought it was so cute that she was happy to see. What was it? Was it Thor? Because he had his yeah. um, the hammer. Yeah. She was so excited yeah, the that axe. they both had he, these. He had, like, you too. Yeah. yeah. So, so they both cute. posed with axes. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny too. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only time I saw her break character is I think she saw a couple of her friends in the lobby. So she was excited to see them. But otherwise, when she walked in the room... She was Constance. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, but MouseCon, it's always a good time. It's always a, it's always a, a fairly stress-free experience, which after after an expo year is always very welcomed. And always super cheap. And, yep, you mm-hmm. can't beat the price. So even yep. if yeah, it's not something um, that you're going to stay at all day, it's still only $10. Yep. It's not yep. breaking the bank whatsoever. So a great, great time. Very local, free parking. Mm-hmm. go for it yep yeah ten dollars to hear you know yes. a variety of disney people mm-hmm. speak like there's a there's a variety i mean there's you know we <laughs> like i'm there every year so what does that tell you but <laughs> like you know there's always going to be someone who's done something yeah. amazing for the disney company so yep uh, you never know never know uh so keep your eye on mouse-con.com So we are going to move on to things that we are watching or are hoping to watch on Disney Plus. Yes. Yay! So many things. Lately, there have been way too many things to keep Mm. up on. And I have yet to make a dent, but I have a lot of things I want to watch. Between Hallmark and Disney Plus, I'm just going to have to take off the next two months of of work and just watch TV. Sorry. We are busy. Um, but of those things, Tina, can you tell us what you're excited about or what you've got your eye on or what you think yeah. is a weird thing? Anything you want to talk about? <laughs> well, I'm definitely interested in Disenchanted. Haven't had a chance to watch yes. that quite yet. And I know they had a Twitter party, I think, what, Friday, Thursday Must night? Must have been, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So um, hopefully um, you got to see that and were participate. I've never um, partic- participated in one of those Twitter par- parties, but. I saw it pop up every now and then when I get my um, notification. So um, definitely looking forward to that. The other one is the Zootopia Plus series. Mm -hmm. And I did watch one. I had to watch. I had to do this. Being a fan of the Housewives franchise, (laughs) I made certain that I watched that particular one. And I thought it was pretty funny. funny. It was (laughs) The Little Rodents of Rodentia. (laughs) And it was good. The end. The ending was quite funny. So, um, so it's like the little, like the little shrew characters. Yes. Yeah. Nice. And and actually, in um, the 
okay, this is not not saying I'm not spoiling or anything, but in the middle it actually comes into play where Judy saves her. And mm-hmm. so that was kind of in the middle of their filming. And these little episodes, there's six of them um, currently on um, Disney Plus. I'm not sure if they're going to be any more, but there's currently six. And they're only like, well, it says 10 minutes, but it was really like seven minutes with a lot mm-hmm. of credits. Oh, I didn't watch all the credits. Okay, I'm going to have to go back and watch that, people, because we all know Disney and credits. Yeah. So I have to go back and watch that one. Um, the other thing I'm... I'm looking forward to a little bit is um it's called best in snow and this kind of mm-hmm. creeped up on me i thought it was a movie but evidently it's a um live action competition show where five teams yeah five teams build snow sculptures and they're oh. all disney related okay and so the host is titus burgess i thought that's who that was yeah i only saw the picture i haven't watched it yet and then, and um, then Dee Capella is also in there. And I don't know if they're just providing, I didn't, the preview that I saw didn't really show them that I noticed. So I'm not sure what their role is in it, but. I wonder if that's uh, why their concert was canceled. Oh, is <laughs> doing that? Yeah. Well, that'd be interesting. And then there's also a very, very special appearance by our favorite green frog kermit the frog so yeah i'm not sure if he's going to be in um the whole thing or if he just kind of pops in but that was kind of fun so i'm actually looking i love a muppet moment gotta love a muppet moment so let's see oh and then um the mickey the story of a mouse Mm -hmm. is on there and speaking of bob Iger, like we were before he actually um talks about um the talks in the show i should say um, so that's an hour and 30 minutes. So that's a new documentary and it has yeah. Floyd Norman and Eric Goldman, Mark Hen, and stuff like that. So, and that is one of the uh, things that I have watched and it's... I really enjoyed it. It was interesting the way that they did it. Cause it's kind of like, you've got Mark Hen and, um, Oh, what's the, what's the other animator's name? Goldberg. What's his first name? Oh, Eric, Eric Goldberg. Eric Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of starts with them because, and then it follows them making this new, like Mickey short called Mickey in a minute. And it's basically like Mickey mouse. They're like reanimating Mickey into like all of his different costumes and like all of these different, like, like pivotal moments of like Mickey's career. Um, so they're talking about doing that. And as they're like talking about the production of that, they're like doing talking about the history of Mickey Mouse. And they talk to different um, uh, historians like they talk to Becky Klein and Kevin Kern and a bunch of different people. And they also talk to just like Disney fans, which was interesting to see because like all these random people that I follow on Instagram were suddenly in this short oh, in funny. this documentary. It's like, oh weird um but now julie i know we i mean we've all following disney and being disney fans we've seen many documentaries many stories read many stories about mickey mouse do you feel that this was actually a good addition into that whole kind of document mickey mouse documentary so it wasn't like you're it's repeating or you're you're getting something new out of it yes and i think really them i enjoyed seeing like what they're doing with mickey like right now like creating this short like I thought it was an interesting narrative like the way they put it together um and sure like we've probably heard a lot of this information before but I really liked the way they packaged it so I think it's fresh it's I think you'll like it good very good so I'm looking forward to that one too so um and then there's also and I don't know if this was maybe shown on ABC before but it's on Disney plus and it's a Black Panther in search of Wakanda and it was a 2020 presents 
type of show where mm-hmm. um, Good Morning America, Robin Roberts hosted it. And they're talking about the evolution of Black Panther from the comic book to the film, which I'm oh, always cool. interested in since I don't know much of the comic book background mm-hmm. of some of these Marvel characters. And Black Panther being um, one of my favorites, I'm looking forward to that one. So um, I'll have to turn in that one. looks like it's only going to be like, no, only. But it says it's 40 minutes long. And then yeah, I also... I, I, I would bet that was probably like on ABC or something ABC? like that. Yeah. So um, I don't remember hearing about it, but um, but now it's on Disney Plus, so it's caught my radar. And then for those who actually don't have Disney Plus, um, you can actually catch um, the first two episodes of um, Andor on ABC coming up. So it's coming oh, up this week. Yeah, they're only doing two episodes. So on Wednesday is they're doing them on ABC. And then FX is getting the two episodes on Thursday, Thanksgiving. And then Freeform is going to have them on Friday. Um, and just then the first two episodes each time? Just just the first two episodes. And then on Hulu is going to have them um, from November 23rd to December 7th. And then, uh, but if you want the whole season, you still have to turn into Disney Plus because it'll only be uh, those first two episodes. And then the season finale is coming up as well on um, November 23rd. So... I need to play a little catch up. Yeah. Um, and then I didn't realize how many. Um, so just a couple more things here. I didn't realize how many more sing-alongs they had. <laughs> I love me a good sing-along. Um, I've belted Moana, Moana many, many times. But Mary Poppins Returns has a sing-along. Yeah, I, I saw like, that. Yeah. Definitely. I was like, well, where's Mary Poppins, people? I want to do Mary Poppins, too. But um, yeah. so if you like a good sing-along and. Love to, you know, have the cats look at you like you're weird. Tune in. Yeah. And then finally, the first two episodes of Santa Clauses is on yes. Disney Plus, which I think is I'm most excited about. So yes. And I that was the other two things that I got to watch. Um, <laughs> I think it's interesting. I like it. I will say okay. I think the um opening credits is are weird <laughs> i don't <laughs> like the style of them oh, no. i don't like the song but i think the show is very fun and is raising a lot of interesting questions about santa claus that i'd never thought of so do you think it's a way that they're going to progress through the story i in the same way that I feel like possibly with Hocus Pocus 2, they were setting up something else. Like, I think they could be. Okay. Um, but I'm interested to see what else comes with this with this series. Okay. okay. I'm not going to give away any spoilers. Nope, because I haven't seen it yet. Go watch it, yeah. Um, I watched all three movies leading up to it, so I was ready. Oh, you did your homework on top I of did. that. I did. Um, which is why I haven't watched Disenchanted yet because I want to make time to watch Enchanted, which is one of my favorite Disney yeah. movies. Anyway, Jeff, have you finally seen Enchanted? Please say yes. Oh, I've I don't know. I I've seen it over the years in like ten minute segments because I don't really <laughs> care about that. You know, I'll watch with the girls for fifteen minutes uh-huh. and I gotta go do something. So I, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. I, I, I heard it. I heard it in the other room the other day. So I know that uh, my wife and my daughters have seen Disenchanted, and they also they binged the Santa Clauses and um, also Disenchanted the other day. So they've mm-hmm. seen all that stuff. I I don't know. I don't have time for this stuff. I will say that I'm, <laughs> I do have time. I do have time for Andor. I was um, gonna say, yeah. And so that's <laughs> sure pretty cool. 
I'm looking forward to the season. But I mean, that's over right this week. Is do you feel off. like for Andor? Do you feel like you have to watch Rogue One before you no, jump into no, it? No, no, it's nothing to do with Rogue One. Although, okay. I mean, it's no. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's literally Rogue One, though, right? Uh, one character, but it really has nothing ah. to do with Rogue One. It's it's several I, years it, after Rogue One. It's isn't it? no, it's before. before well, he before. dies. Okay. He, spoiler alert. He dies. Ah! Don't a lot of people die in Rogue One? Uh, yeah, a lot. Of, I mean, I didn't know that was a spoiler. You know what the story is, right? Okay, anyway. It's been a while since I've watched it. I am. I will admit I am not. I like Star Wars. I cannot retain the stories of Star Wars. I'm liking the. I'm finding it better to follow the movies than I am the series. With so many series oh. that have come out lately, I'm like, okay, wait, where's this where one? And why fall? have I? Yeah, and I'm like, why have I never heard this name before? When I've heard this name before, but all of a sudden it's being repeated, you know, twenty times in an episode, and I'm like, wait a minute. So I'm having a harder time following the series than they're, I am. They're the movies. they're pretty short, and they also yeah. they don't they don't really the Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. They kind of go together because the story is kind of intertwined. But for the most part, like you're, you know, you're six to eight episodes and it's over. So they're kind of bite sized and they don't like you can watch one and know the characters and don't have to worry that. Well, but now do I have like they don't really have to do with each other. So maybe give it a shot. Like you should try Obi-Wan because that's you'll know the characters. Yeah, I started started watching that one. Yeah. So and, you know, you'll like Obi-Wan. But these other things you talked about, I you know, I. I watched like one of the uh, one of the Zootopia pluses, the one um, with the bunny that kind of kept jumping on the train. I do want to know, like, is the is the conceit of Zootopia plus that it's all part of things happening during Zootopia, but like they're just off screen? Do, do you know what I mean? Is that well? I I'm wondering if that's true because it is supposed to talk about the residents of Zootopia, right? And if the one that I saw, the little rodents of Rodentia where judy actually saves her in the middle of the episode i'm yeah. wondering if it kind of surrounds the same timeline okay. and that's the same thing with the bunnies like it's part of a scene from zootopia but then it's like you're watching something that just starts happening that wasn't part of the not movie. with like judy. off camera kind of thing yeah so i'm wondering if that's like oh, that's interesting. To, if that's what the show is i don't know i guess yeah, i have I to watch heard. them all it sounds out. plausible jeff they're only 10 minutes so they're like totally your timeline yeah. yeah, I just, I, I got even that one that I saw for 10 minutes, man, that was, I mean, it was not, not entertaining, but I still got in two solitaire games during that whole, I just, I, well, it's hard as you know, look, you get into a movie and you start getting into the personality and the, and the yeah. story. So you get, you only got 10 minutes to get into something and it's like in and out and you're gone. So you don't, there's not a whole lot of time there to love You know, speak, speaking of Mary Poppins, I am going to uh Christmas, uh, Christmas Day carol service at St. Paul's in London. Wow. So that wow. should be so cool. Just wow. that came to my mind randomly when you're talking about Mary Poppins. Well, um, I'd say in, on Mandalorian, um, let's not forget who is now in Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland. Yeah. Is Mandal- Boba Fett there? Oh, the Mandalorian there? Yeah, Mandalorian I, and Grogu. I mm-hmm. can't. Um, I have. I didn't see that. I well, I didn't. Well, I did spend actually quite a bit of time in. It happened in right Galaxy. after you guys left. Were they? Did you guys? Like did a you? Couple days. Did they? Anyways, yeah, it was. Okay. It was like literally just like in the last couple days. Is that a regular thing that they're yes. gonna be part of? It? Okay. They announced it. I think they announced. Yeah, it. Yeah, I remember the. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember talking about here. it. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Um, well, yeah. So yeah. So, so, so Disney Plus. I'm excited for all the great stuff at Disney Plus. I 
I'm glad that it's successful and they have all yes. this new content and they're doing things and my daughters love it and my wife loves it. I just, it's a stressful time of year. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe if this was all happening in the spring, I'd be well, much more Well, the good like, news is they're generally, they're not really like taking a bunch of stuff off all the time. So you've got time. So if, if, if it's a, a lighter time for you in the spring, it'll still be there waiting for you. I um, still want the Disneyland series, Mr. Iger. Now that you're in charge, can you please yes, work on that? So put more vault Disney yes. stuff on there. Just talking about the small contingent of Disney fans that like to see yeah. that stuff. I want this it. Undesi- I want undesirable. All, I want with all love. the Spin and Marty's. I want all yes. of the Annettes. I want. Uh, I want the Moochie series. Oh, that'll be good. Like, let's just watch let's that. just go ahead. Put them on. Yeah. Um, Love it otherwise, but, but yeah, just just Tina, you had had a pretty good list going. Um, I do want to mention there is a second season of Mighty Ducks up, and I thoroughly, thoroughly, and I was not expecting to loved the first season. I loved it. I thought it was so good, and I was a big fan of the movies growing up. So it was I did great. actually see I. I'm trying to think. I did actually. I thought that is this not the third season? Is this only the second season? The second season. Yep. Oh, there is a big break in between. Okay. I think maybe I just watched the first half of the first season because I did like it too. But I thought there was another second season. So okay, yep. I got home. There's, there's also a second season of Big Shot, which was also great. Yes. Our favorite John Stamos. Yes. Um, and you guys, it's almost time for Willow. Willow I was going to say, coming. when's Willow? When? 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 I, I know we like talked about it earlier. Month. Okay. Good. I have soon. time to actually watch Willow. Yeah, you got it. That was your homework. It was. Um, and I got enough. I saw it. Willow season one, episode one. Guess what? Comes out November 30th. Okay. All right. The last Wherever, day of the month. Here we go. Yes. So exciting. Um, <laughs> I am so excited. I don't know why. I just am so excited. Um I can tell it in your voice. You're smiling. Oh, as well as I can see it. So it's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there is a, a, a never ending supply of stuff to watch on Disney plus right now. And like you, Tina Hallmark is also keeping me pretty busy. Uh, how dare them. <laughs> but there's a lot to do. See experience during this time of year. So at some point I will have seen it all. Um, yes. But I think I'm going to go check out those Zootopia pluses next yeah. if they're that's like the perfect length of an episode to get me through putting my makeup on in the morning <laughs> jeff that, that's what you need to do start wearing makeup it's like, yeah i don't have I, I don't have time for that stuff i, I just <laughs> i do not have time <laughs> okay Right, oh well, well, so let's. Oh, I guess we'll we'll talk about this later. But um, with the holidays coming up, love to hear about what everyone has plans. I know there's a lot of activities and stuff going on, especially in the Bay Area. So we need holiday activities to do. Yeah. Maybe Gina, we'll report on a couple Gina, next time. Yeah. Gina, I'll be in touch. Yeah. <laughs> let's, go. let's go. Let's do it. So yeah, keep keep a lookout on your podcast feeds because you may hear from us again in uh, not too long because Jeff and I both are going to have some fun trip reports from the land coming up. 
looking forward to that until then thanks for joining us and we will see you next time bye Bye, everybody happy holidays Bye -bye. bye everybody